Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patent process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So, Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. Agency Rockstars, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm excited to be joined by this rock star today, joining our show, joining our lineup. Uh, I like to think of myself as a wannabe rock star, but I can't sing. I won't do that to you. Uh, but to join our lineup today, our band is Naresh Visa. Naresh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dan. It's a pleasure to be on. Absolutely. So you are a rock star in the agency world. You are the founder and CEO of Krish Media and Marketing, uh, digital marketing agency. Uh, how did you get there? How did you get to becoming this agency rock star that you are today? What was your path like? Well, I actually got started in the media industry. I was working... Uh, I have experience doing print, radio, television, uh, both in front of the camera, on paper, and behind the scenes as an editor, producer, director, you name it. And this was pre, or this was around the financial crisis time, 2007, 2008, 2009. Uh, the media industry had a major, major transformation during that period where it went from old school, kind of 20th century media to new. 21st century online and digital. So that was my exposure, being a part of that transformation. That was my exposure in online and digital, in online and digital media, online and digital publishing. So I had some really, really good experience uh, doing work for CNN Radio, Clear Channel Communications, a little bit with Business Insider, which was an up and coming publication at the time. Just a lot of different. Uh, a lot of different experiences in 20th and 21st century digital media. And then um, went to business school, uh, master's graduate school, uh, worked on Wall Street for a short time as value analyst and as a financial analyst and ended up combining after I graduated, ended up combining my background in finance and business with media and journalism. And uh, was recruited by probably the largest financial marketing, financial publishing company in the world. Uh, was recruited as a director there, started up their online radio network. And it was while I was at that company that I got tremendous experience learning about e-commerce and technology and the convergence of media, marketing, and technology. So in 2013, went out on my own, started Christian Media and Marketing. So we're now almost eight years strong, uh, started Krish Media and Marketing, and things have been excellent uh, since then. I mean, you go through your ups, you go through your downs. I had some down years. I had some some years that uh, weren't particularly super profitable, but you learn from those mistakes, and uh, it's stronger than ever, stronger than ever before. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. And what does Krish Media and Marketing do? pretty much every online and digital service you can imagine from SEO, pay-per-click, web design, web development to uh, Amazon book marketing, uh, Amazon marketing in general. Mm. 
as well as uh, book publishing, podcast production, podcast marketing. I mean, you name it, mobile app development. You can go to our website, krishmediamarketing.com, krishmediamarketing.com, K-R-I-S-H, to check out everything that we do. And it's kind of come full circle to where everything, like it's, you almost have to be that everything when it comes to to media, because that's how we consume our content, right? It's not just searching for a company online and having that SEO bring you up. It's also being heard on podcasts. It's also uh, specific marketing for the, for the books that I'm writing or whatever it is. I'm like, there's so much out there. So uh, it's interesting that Chris does all of it and not just a single thing. Um, so, so seven years, almost eight years now, Chris has been around. How have you scaled and grown over the years? What particular things do you do to make sure that you continue to grow every year, even in the down years, maybe? Well, I think before I even answer that question, the, the most common question I have is, how did you get started? Like, how did you, how did you do it? And so when I left my full-time job, I was in my apartment and living room in Baltimore, close to downtown Baltimore. And I remember telling some of my friends, some of my family, they were like, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) you don't want to get a job? Like, what's going on? And I said, I'm going to start a business from my couch. And I'm I'm also the host of a podcast called The Work From Home Show. And one of the uh, voiceover subtitles is, we'll teach you how to make money from your couch. And, Mm -hmm. And that's what, in 2013, I told people, I said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to start a business for my couch. I'm going to make money for my couch. And they're like, how is that? You think you're just going to sit on your couch and like money's going to come falling from the sky. And I said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so how did I do it? Well, my employer, uh, when I was working full time, I kind of quickly made a name for myself within the industry. I don't want to say I was a huge, I was not like a celebrity name or a huge name, but kind of word got around who I was and what I was capable of doing. So my first clients became my, I didn't have a non-compete. My first clients became my employer's competitors. And so right off the bat, within a month, it's like I gave myself a 20% raise Hmm. um, because I went to the, I was already doing business with these. Yeah. In that industry, you do business with your competitors. Mm -hmm. So I was doing uh, business. I was already doing business with these folks. And, um, and so I just kind of contact, I contacted them and said, Hey, this is what I'm doing now. This is my company. And I'd be glad to service you guys. And initially the only service I offered was podcasting. It was Mm -hmm. not uh, any of these other things that I brought up earlier. The only service was podcasting. And so, um, I expanded immediately from podcasting to affiliate marketing within a month because that was a need that they absolutely it was a pain point. So there was affiliate marketing and then there was just general marketing project management. So um, expanded. And that's how I grew Christian media and marketing. A client would say, Hey, can you do web design? Can you do web development? Can you do logos? Can you do this? Can you do that? And so I would expand and expand and expand and expand. And that's how Christian media and marketing came to what it is today, came to be what it is today. Gotcha. And how do you scale the team then too? Like is your entire team uh, working from the couch as it were? Are you a, a I don't distributed know. company? <laughs> yeah, we are, dis- we are a distributed company and um, we are virtual. So it's all around the world. And really that's where, that's how I make my money. It's kind of that arbitrage of um, 
hiring guys overseas in India, Eastern Europe, Philippines, I'm based here in the US. We now don't have any more people uh, based in the US. I'm the only one. Uh, everyone else is, is overseas. And, and so our competitive advantage is pricing. It's not just high quality service. I mean, everyone says they have a high quality service, but it's we're able to beat our competitors on pricing. We're able to undercut them tremendously. And that's that's the strategy. We're not an Ogilvy charging tens of thousands of dollars in retainer every month. That, that's not who we are. That's not what we are. Yeah. Um, so pricing is, is the main thing. And then how did we... So I told you how I got started, but then how do we scale... It's you bring in those clients, those clients have their own clients, their own friends, and they start referring people to you. And, and so it just kind of, there's this multiplier effect where they're referring their friends, referring their clients. And then on top of that, I've done a lot to promote my, myself and my business. I've written five books on online and digital business. Um, two of them hit number one on Amazon. They continue to sell very well today. So that helps a lot. Uh, I've spoken at conferences. I do a lot of these media interviews, podcast interviews. So people listen. I've done a lot of SEO work to help get my name and my company name out there. So um, there's just a lot of marketing and promotion, you know, creating the website, promoting the website. Like I said, krishmediamarketing.com, my personal website, narishvista.com. There's so much that goes into it. And mm. all those have, have really contributed. But the number one factor or the number one way that I've been able to grow has been through contacts, relationships, and referral marketing. Yeah. Uh, so Naresh, you're a, you're a storyteller I, uh, and you're a good one. Um, share a story with us, if you would, uh, to highlight that rock star uh, life that you lead, uh, a specific way that you've been able to help serve one of your clients. Like what's a, a rock star moment of serving those clients that you're like, dude, we just hit out of the park. What does that look like for you, for Chris? Well, for whatever reason, a lot of clients come to us because they either got ripped off mightily by somebody in my industry who charged a bunch of money and left, or even worse, they didn't just get ripped off, but they hired someone to do, look, this is tech work at the end of the day. This is online tech work. And a lot of our clients, they don't even know how to use the internet properly. So they're just kind of blindly hiring someone because somebody said that they would do something or they overpromised something. And then they were just left hanging and they don't even know what to do. They, they, they just don't even know where to start. That's where a lot of our clients came from. So that's kind of a case study to give you an example. We had, uh, and this, this, this case study is really applicable to multiple clients. So we had a client come to us who said they spent tens of thousands of dollars on their website and on their marketing and this and that. And all the people who they hired, they left. They were scam artists. They they just they left. They disappeared. And so they came to me because through referral, because the referrer said, "You need to go with with this guy." And this is an important lesson to learn. So you need to go with this guy because he's young. He's honest. He, he's straightforward. He doesn't fight about money. You know exactly what you're paying for up front. The prices are extremely reasonable. You're just going to have a much better experience uh, because, and look, I'm not trying to beef myself up, but, you know, they said he treats you like a person. He treats you like a friend rather than as a, a cashier at a store who's just making a quick sale and moving on to the next customer. 
And mm-hmm. so he came to it now he's been a client or they, the company um, is in the healthcare space. They've been clients for three years, at least three years now. Mm-hmm. And um, you go, like I said, you go through your ups, you go through your downs with clients, but the downs that people have had with us are way better than the downs that they've had with <laughs> other folks. And it's simply because, look, I care a lot about my name, my reputation, my company's name, my company's reputation, and I'll do whatever possible to make things right. I'm not looking to make that quick buck and to disappear. And, and so it's been an extremely fruitful relationship with them and with so many other clients who this was a severe pain point because they knew next to nothing about this type of work because they're like doctors or lawyers or healthcare providers or financial advisors. They know next to nothing. And because of that, it's easier to take advantage of them. And that's something that I try to make sure that we don't do. Uh, and, and it's not, I find it interesting too. I, I noticed a small thing there that you did. You, you talked talking about the, the person that came to you and then transitioned to they as the company, but you start with the person. It sounds like people are at the heart of what you do. Uh, and that sets you apart. Yeah. It, it's just, it, it's very important how you carry yourself, not just in a professional setting, but in a personal setting as well. I've had several clients come our way who, they were just personal friends. They, we ran in the same circles. Maybe we're on the board of some organization or involved in the community in some way. And then many years later, they come back and they're like, Hey, you know what? Like this whole pandemic lockdown has come and hit. I need to go online digital. I need to do a better job with my website. I need to implement a shopping cart. I need to take orders online. And you're the first person who popped into my mind because of this relation, this personal relationship that we've had Mm -hmm. for such a long time. So, uh, it, it just, you're, you're constantly working when you don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. That networking side of it, you know, networking gets a bad rap, but it's really is all about the connections and, and relationships. Uh, it sounds like you do the same thing, Raish. Uh, so who you've mentioned a couple of different industries, kinds of businesses, who do you work well with when it comes to this, what you do as an agency? Uh, well, look, we work with everybody and, I know that's not a very niche answer. Our ideal client is a small and medium-sized business. Mm-hmm. So uh, a business with, with employees, with at least 10 uh, workers, um, that's our ideal client. But I don't say no to, to most people. It's rare. I mean, 99% of the time, we will say yes. Uh, there, are, there is that 1% where we say no, simply because uh, the people who we're working with or the, the founder who we're working with it's just too much of a babysitting job um, yeah. or there are other problems. So uh, I've even gotten rid of clients, high, super high paying clients where it turned into a 24 hour job, uh, like a job, not, not a entrepreneurship or, or, you know, being a business owner, but a, a job. And so our ideal client is a small, medium sized business. Uh, it has to be worthwhile. I mean, we have people come to us for $100 projects, $200 projects, we'll do them, we'll do them. But um, with with small, medium-sized businesses, that's we start with the $100 projects, $200 projects, and then we're able to move on up to the more um, scale-based, bigger endeavors like online webinars and launching, starting and launching and running a podcast and running marketing campaigns, pay-per-click ads, et cetera. That's where the real money is made. Yeah. And you talked about the pain point of not knowing anything about digital marketing in, in the media landscape uh, for most of your clients. What other pain points do you see in those um, 
those industries that you're working with? Well, look, right now, we're still very much in this kind of pandemic-driven environment, this lockdown environment. And online and digital is absolutely... And this was a prediction that I made before there was even a pandemic. For probably in 2000... In 2015, I released a book called 50 Shades of Marketing, Whip Your Business into Shape and Dominate Your Competition. And it has strategies and techniques that businesses and people can utilize to go online and digital, to make more money digitally. Now, the overarching theme, though, the theme of that book is was that things are going online and digital. And when that next recession happens, it's going to be bad. And it's going to force companies to take online and digital more seriously. This was back in October 2015 when I released this book. And so that's happened. We had this recession come. We've had this pandemic come. Whether it's a pandemic or some other type of recession that we would have had, this would have been a necessity for companies to take online and digital seriously, to cut their workforces, to start outsourcing more to independent contractors like our company or individuals, freelancers, or even overseas, outsourcing overseas and having offshore operations. This is all predicted in my book, 50 Shades of Marketing. And uh, now we're in an environment where if you're still not adapting, you're being left out. You're literally shutting down your business. You're shutting down your restaurant. You're shutting down your dry cleaner. You're shutting down your hotel or your motel. Um, that's the situation that we're in. So you have to adapt right now. You absolutely must you have to adapt. If you don't adapt, you're going to be out of luck within the next two years. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, Nareesh, you, you mentioned the book, you mentioned the, the company. Where is the, before I get to my last question and really, really dive deep here, uh, where can the audience learn more about you, connect with you, find the book, all that stuff that they want to go? Where can they go again? Well, first thing, uh, NareeshFisso.com, get on my mailing list. And if you get on my mailing list, I'll send you a free copy of 50 Shades of Marketing. All you have to do is get on the mailing list and send me an email through the website, NareeshFisso.com. And I'm sure you'll put it on your show notes. But shoot me an email and say, hey, I heard you on Dan's podcast and I'd love a free copy and I'll send you a free copy of the book. Awesome. Uh, and then, so here, so here's, here's the fun thing, right? Rock stars are counterculture. Uh, so counter advice. Uh, is there anything that you've learned, any advice you've heard that seemed counterintuitive at first, but then had a big impact on you? So something that seems counterculture, but really works well for you as far as advice goes. Yeah, well... Uh, being on the other side has been, if you're an entrepreneur, you're already part of, you're not a part of the herd. You're, (laughs) you're not, you're not a sheep. So you've already gone against the, the the grain. And so what I do have to say is don't be a part of the sheep. Don't be a part of the herd because it's that type of mentality. It's, I think a, a loser's mentality, but, um, it also takes away your individual rights and your free will. And if you want to succeed at anything, you're going to have to have free will and you're going to have to have control. If you lose those two things, then you lose your freedom. And once you lose your freedom, you're at the whim of someone else. You're at the whim of some other people, some other entity, your employer, your boss, the government. And that's something that you absolutely cannot be in that situation because then you're going to go through the rest of your life. Uh, just being disappointed, sadly disappointed and struggling. So this is more of a philosophical answer where uh, I tell people, look, you want to have control. And how do you do that? It's spirituality. It's uh, spiritually being inclined to improve yourself and to do what's best for you, to do what's best for your family, 
to do what's best for your business and to be thankful and to improve oneself, self-improvement, uh, individualism. How can you do that? Listening to podcasts like this, reading books like Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the most important books ever written that changed my life. There are several other books that changed my life as well. So I highly, highly recommend uh, if you're listening to this, you're already on that right path, but keep that up. Excellent advice. Naresh Visa, thank you so much for being a part of Agency Rockstars podcast. Um, <clears throat> you said your, your website, of course, there's chrishmedianmarketing.com as well. Uh, thanks for being a rock star in the agency world, man. Thank you, Dan. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.